Welcome back to Frames and Flops. It's your boy. Episode 8. We're talking about God of War PC Edition today. It's going to be brief, honestly. God of War is not a new game, but it is new to PC. So I just want to describe the differences from the PlayStation version versus the PC version and my experience with them both, you know. Quick history lesson for those of you who do not know. God of War is a franchise that's been a PlayStation exclusive dating back to 2005 when the first game came out on the PS2. Santa Monica Studio is one of the big boy developers for PlayStation and they made their claim to fame developing this franchise. There's been three previous mainline God of War games and a couple of offshoot games, but in 2018, them boys brought the game back bigger and better than before. The main protagonist is Kratos, a bad son of a gun, and he's a demigod thanks to old Zeus spreading that heavenly seed of his. And some drama went down, he killed Ares, then he became the god of war. Eventually, he killed damn near all of the Greek gods, including Zeus, fell off a cliff, then he disappeared for years. And that brings us to 2018. Now, I want to emphasize that this game is almost four years old, but I'm going to be nice and try to avoid big spoilers. The premise of this God of War game is that Kratos found his way into the Norse pantheon, settled down with a giant from Jotunheim, and they had a son. His baby mama dies. Now nah, he's a single father and he don't get no child support. But his old lady's last wish was for Kratos and his son to travel to the highest mountain in all the realms to spread her ashes. Now, the son's name, you ask? It's Boy. <laughs> I mean, it's Atreus. So, from there, just a whole bunch of adventure and development that brings Kratos and Atreus closer because, you know, Kratos is one of those old school, hands off, James Evan type of daddies. And it was cool seeing the character development. That brings us to the mechanics of the game and how it performed on PC. Overall, the mechanics are very, very simple. But compared to the older games, they've added a few RPG elements such as, you know, armors having different perks and very, very basic armor crafting, and then there's runes that you can slot into your weapons to give you different attacks and improve the stats. There's also a map now with a little fast travel aspect to it. And as you play, you find resources and gain experience points that you spend to unlock abilities for Kratos and Atreus. And by the time you unlock them all, you, you really do feel like a full-fledged god of war. The combat is super fluid. And the combos land just right if you resist the urge to button mash. And the best part of the combat experience is that now you can just square up. Just throw them hands, you know. You don't got to use your weapon. Or the newest addition is the axe. And you can throw it and hack and slash and call it back to you like you're Thor. You know how Thor can throw the hammer and put his hand out and call it back? That's what Kratos can do. And that's really neat to me, and it's uh, I guess a little nerd out moment, but when you throw it, 
you can call it back to you. But if you angle yourself the right way, the trajectory, if you learn the way it comes back, that angle, you can end up hitting enemies with the axe on its way back to your hand. And I, I, I really do like that. Overall, it's not very complicated, but it is a change of pace from the old games. But it feels so, so damn good to beat up some mythical monsters with your bare hands and with an axe. And now, the performance. Compared to playing it at 30 frames per second on the PS4, it's night and day. I ain't gonna lie. There's an update that allowed for 60 frames on the PS5, but the resolution still isn't true 4K on the PS5. It's that checkerboard resolution that they've made up. I mean, it looks good, but it's not true 4K. The PC version, depending on your rig and all that good stuff, you can get true 4K and 60 frames per second. Or you can make some sacrifices to your resolution and bump it down and then you can get some real, real high frames. So I only have a 1440p monitor and 144 hertz, but I have a Radeon 6800GPU, so I don't get the full 4K, but I got hella frames. The game was really optimized for NVIDIA graphics cards uh, to take advantage of that DLS, DLSS tech that NVIDIA's made. Uh, it's, it's a real demanding game, and I can see why they've optimized it for NVIDIA cards. Um, this is one of those times I kind of wish I had one. <laughs> uh, now, they do have a Fidelity FX setting for AMD cards, but it's not as... Uh, thorough as that nvidia tech the your cpu and your gpu is going to make a huge difference in the, the stability of the game uh and i did notice when i started playing my frames would would jump up and down a lot and that's not what i'm used to so that really lets me know that this is a a horse of a game to try to play at high frames and and high resolutions because it was it's made for consoles uh, originally so it wasn't real bad for me to where i had a lot of screen tears but you could see at some spots where it would kind of stutter uh, but for the most part it did play smooth for me so something that i really noticed and i'm still trying to understand what's happening is and I, i'm gonna blame my cpu for this and i have one of the high-end gpus that's brand new but my cpu is essentially outdated for today's standards. I mean, it's still good, but for, I guess, you know, a, a high demanding game like God of War, it's it, it's showing its age. I have a Ryzen 5 3600, and I noticed that my CPU utilization percentage was pretty high. It was in the 50s and 60s, while my GPU utilization, it was in the 70s and 80s. And usually when I play games, my CPU percentage is, you know, 30, 40 percent in that range. And then the GPU uh, utilization is around 90 to 99 percent. So uh, something something's weird because I don't know. You know, I think it's just the my, my CPU not being able to really optimize what I was trying to do. But it did look good. So with that being said, can you really tell a difference between playing on a PC versus a PS4 or a PS5? 
Now, PC to PS4 comparison is no doubt. It's a huge difference because it's the frames, the resolution. But on PC to PS5, that comparison is pretty, pretty uh, slight. You really got to be looking for it to really tell the difference. You know, so for me, it was I got more frames. I was getting about 70 to 80 frames average. And then sometimes it would hold at 90. Then hell, sometimes it would spike up to 120. Uh, but again, it was fluctuating a lot. So it's hard to say what the average was. Uh, but, you know, that was the, the biggest tell. So it was a lot smoother when I ran and had my attacks and all that good stuff. And it was some better details overall with the you know just the, the details on the character in the world it wasn't a huge difference but you can just see some subtle differences and then the shadow effects the shadows were more realistic so when the, sh the sun is shining down on the trees and all that good stuff it really looked more realistic compared to playing it on a console that's that's the that's the thick of it <laughs> i told you i was gonna be short and sweet and hey here we are at the rating part. Is God of War PC some Reggie? Is it mid or is it some fire? Of course it's some fire. There's no need for suspense. I've played and beat this game three times. And if I finish this one again on PC, it'll be my fourth playthrough. <laughs> I got the platinum on PlayStation. That's how much I love this game. So I do highly recommend anyone check this game out if you never experienced it when it launched whether you didn't have a playstation or you just had some other things going on and you couldn't get it so if you have a pc or even if you have a playstation 4 or playstation 5 you can get it at a discount on one of those or you can find a cd key like i did for pc you can get it at a discount price or free if you got a ps5 and play it, experience it before, you know, God of War Ragnarok comes out later this year. I highly, highly recommend it. It's a great story. It feels good to play. It's just fun. And you'll you really get immersed in it. So there we go. It's not a flop. It's some fire. Go get it. Now, boy, oh boy, we got news this week. Woo! <laughs> I spent Tuesday morning scrolling around. Looking for noteworthy news to share with y'all. Thinking, oh man, I, I got to find something good to talk about. And then all of a sudden, a banger hit my feeds. Microsoft announced early Tuesday morning that they're acquiring Activision Blizzard. Now, Activision Blizzard, for y'all who don't know, is, is the company that develops and publishes the Call of Duty. I'm sure if you're not a gamer, you know what Call of Duty is. Call of Duty, World of, uh, World of Warcraft, hell, even another company called King that makes Candy Crush. <laughs> so this, this, is, this is huge. And I'm going to tell you how huge it is. $78 billion. What? Or $70 billion, excuse me. So it's huge news for the gaming world. This is... A lot of hot takes going on right now, a lot of concerns, but honestly, I don't care about the hot takes. I'm just astounded that Microsoft has $70 billion to just outright buy a company of that magnitude. And the kicker is they just spent $8 billion 
last year to acquire Bethesda, another huge game developing company. So Microsoft, man, they just they pissing money. <laughs> so my take to me, I see Microsoft slowly fading away from the gaming console hardware, you know, actually manufacturing consoles to being fully a gaming streaming business like Netflix is to movies. Uh, you know, Microsoft is originally a software company, your Windows operating system and your Microsoft Office and all that good stuff. They're going to be that for games, for gaming consoles. That's that's I think that's their play right now. <laughs> um, you think about it, Sony, they're in a the pickle right now because there's a lot of supply chain issues thanks to the old Rona. And they just announced that they're going to increase supply of PS4s to try to alleviate the PS5 supply constraints. <laughs> oh, gosh. So Microsoft, they they just announced that, look, we stopped making our old consoles, which would be the Xbox One. We stopped, we stopped making those in 2020. <laughs> and they're just trying to make the current gen as best they can with the supply uh, supply chain issues. But for the most part, they're really going all in with Game Pass. And they just announced as well that they have 25 million subscribers to that service. And that's going at 10 to $15 a pop. Now, a lot of people get on for $1, but like, you know, if it's good, they forget about that $1 and they're just, now they're in the system, that little trial period. So, yeah, do the math. They're making money. It's still probably not a a profitable business but they're they're getting there because it's just it's a lot of freaking money floating around so what's to take note also is game pass is not only for xbox consoles but it's available for pc for phones for tablets hell pretty much any device with a web browser can access that you know certain games or all games if you bluetooth for controller you can get to any game on that service if you got a web browser, essentially, or you got a con. <laughs> well, I don't say all consoles, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so I I'm thinking their logic is why struggle with hardware access when you can just become accessible everywhere? There are so many angles, you know, you can they can leverage this to finally help Activision stop making Call of Duty every year push them to make some banger exclusives to help sell hardware if they still want to stay in that space they can even wind up on a playstation and just agree to let sony have the hardware market and they work out some backdoor deal that they put game pass on sony consoles and have sony get a little piece of the pie while they're extending their reach and just being on every freaking thing possible or Worst case scenario, they can be real grimy and make games that have been, you know, multi-platform for decades system exclusive. That would be jacked up. So if Call of Duty only ends up on Xbox or PC, now that that would be pretty grimy. But I don't think they would do that. That's just really not the wisest thing. Why limit your reach when you can be, you know, everywhere? <laughs> so, base and also. They have some some cleaning up to do because the current CEO, Activision's current CEO, uh, is supposedly is going to stay on 
through the transition, but eventually leave. Uh, of course, he's going to get a fat severance package, but they, uh, Microsoft has to really clean house because he's been the head of the ship of a company that's pretty uh, tainted right now with a lot of sexual harassment, inequality for women, and a lot of bull that's happening in that company, a culture that's pretty jacked up. So that's the, the, the red mark, the stain about this deal. But they've already gotten rid of 40-something people. So they got some more work to do, but hopefully they can just, you know, keep the momentum up with a lot of the, the employee, current employees have started some, uh, some groups and they've been striking. So as long as they come in and don't try to silence them people and take it for what it is, then they should be able to turn the ship around. And here we are. We're almost at the end of the podcast and uh, this may be some of y'all's favorite segment, the memory of the week. And this week, I just want to mention one aspect of the game that's been burned in my memory banks. This, this memory is going to tie into God of War, <laughs> the damn Valkyrie queen. <laughs> Those of you who have played the game know about the Valkyrie queen. <laughs> it wasn't long after this game came out and I moved down to Florida with my now wife. I took a job as a traveling sales engineer. So I would go all up and down the Southeast and try to sell gaskets to different plants. And part of that was me having to go to Houston a few times in the beginning, you know, for training and just paperwork and nonsense. And, you know, me being the gamer that I am, I had to take my PS4 with me. So I also know from being a gamer that hotel internet is trash for gaming. <laughs> so I was really happy to have a game like God of War that I could play offline and just pass the time until I had to go to work. So I was working on my second playthrough and I was going to get the platinum trophy. That's what I was trying to do. So I was going back and finding all the collectibles that I missed and any little side quest that still needed to be cleaned up for my completion and one thing I needed to do was finally beat all the Valkyries and then the boss mama. Each Valkyrie, it's, I think it's uh, six, six of them or seven of them, they have unique attacks. <laughs> and it's, it's tough to deal with them, but it's usually just that, you know, each one that you work your way through, they have one very specific attack and just, you know, regular attacks. And once you beat all them, that's when you can actually finally go fight the Queen Valkyrie. And this heifer has all of their attacks. And she don't let up. All gas, no brakes. She go hard. You hear me? So I was so damn frustrated with this game. I just, I walked to the gas station that was by the hotel. Got me, you know, two tall boys. And came back to the room. Pounded one of them beers and. I just got in the matrix. I, I, I plugged in. <laughs> I died and died and died and died. And I'm sure some of my neighbors heard me using some good old uh, colorful Sunday school language. <laughs> so, hey, look, I, I just got into my mind. I, I'm not going to let this game beat me. So I stuck with it. And I finally got it with just a corner, a corner of what they say, a uh, 
a bee's dick of my health left. <laughs> and as soon as I, I, I beat it, I saved it, I turned that game off, and I didn't play again for months because I just, I was through. But I finally did <laughs> boot it back up and, and finish and get the platinum. So that's, that's my memory of the week. <laughs> God of War, Rage, thanks to the Valkyrie Queen. <laughs> so, hey, y'all. Y'all tell me if y'all had any game that was hard as hell, you know, like I like I just described and you struggled, but you finally got over that hump. Or just tell me about any experience you had with God of War, whether it be the old games or the newest one. And just, you know, let's 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 chat about it in the comments and, and all that good stuff. So hey, as always, I appreciate y'all. Like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We we cranking out this content. I appreciate y'all for listening. And hey, look, this is another episode. We'll be back next week. I'm not gonna tell y'all this time what we're talking about, but we'll be back. Frames and flops. We out. Thank you all for tuning in to Frames and Flops. Bye bye. <laughs>